Hey everyone, it's Craig Ballantyne from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com here with another great call to give you another seven days of fat burning, get you on track, give you some nutrition stuff, some research information, and of course the fat burning workouts that you need. So let's get started. Now a funny thing happened last week. A couple of people emailed me and said there was a picture of me in GQ magazine. And I thought back, I haven't done anything for GQ magazine, so what could it possibly be? And so I went to the page, I bought a copy, and went to page 66 of the April 2010 issue. And it was very funny to see a picture of me. I guess it was more of an illustration of me. It was copied off one of my kettlebell workout pictures, and it was in the bottom of the magazine. So that was pretty funny. I had a, a talk with the company, and, and we're going to work something out. But it's you know it's nothing major. It's not a big deal to me. It's actually something I can now brag about and tell people um, – that I'm a GQ model. So it's pretty funny. So if you get a chance, you'll see exactly. Uh, I posted on my blog at turbulencetraining.blogspot.com. You can check out that and look for the GQ, uh, CB and GQ article. Or you can just, you know, if you have access to a copy of that magazine, check it out. Just go into your local bookstore and, and check out page 66 of April 2010, and you'll get a chance to see me. It's me staring back at you very intently. It's pretty funny. Um, but anyways, that's uh, that's just some funny stuff. But more importantly, if you want to get in on the Q&A stuff and all the great uh, free stuff that we're giving away on the Turbulence Training Fan Page on Facebook, just make sure you go to facebook.com forward slash Turbulence Training Fan Page because we're doing Q&As there every day and we're getting some really good questions, answering people's questions as well as we can in the limited space we have on Facebook. But we've also put the Gauntlet workout videos up and the Gauntlet ebook that you can only get for free through the Turbulence Training fan page on Facebook. All right, so in this week's call, we're going to get into spring, because it's a beautiful day here when I'm recording this call. But we're going to get into spring with a new boot camp workout, something you can do outside with minimal equipment, my latest workout from Men's Health Magazine that I remember giving to that magazine, and uh, some new fat loss research, of course. All right, so let's start Monday, April 5th, with our Transformation Tip of the Week, and it's a quote from Frank McKinney, who is a real estate developer, but I think he has a really good quote here. He says, to live an extraordinary life, you must resist an ordinary approach. And now we can apply that to fat loss by thinking that you can't eat a normal diet of junk food and soda and live a normal life of watching six hours of TV per day, which is apparently the average amount of TV that people watch. I don't know how they pull that off. But if you want to have the body of your dreams, you can't live the normal life. And, you know, people probably think, well, I want to live a normal life. And and uh, you and I will agree that, you know, normal life is not six hours of TV and junk food and soda, but a lot of people are living that. So many people are living that, that that's become the normal life. So what you need to do, of course, is to make sure you plan and prepare and to get everything that you can out of life by getting out of your comfort zone, getting out of the average person's comfort zone, and making sure that you don't fall into those traps that those people are falling into, making sure that you plan your workouts, plan your program, plan your nutrition, and you will succeed, and you will live an extraordinary life full of energy with the body that you want. All right, here's a quick workout that you can do. This is from the TT Boot Camps program, and it's workout number 13 of 31, and it's called the 30-Minute Boot Camp Program, the 2010 version, because there's also last year's version in the TT Boot Camps dot com original manual 
We're going to start with a warm-up. We're going to do 20 seconds per exercise of jumping jacks, prisoner squats, then the offset push-up where you have one hand a little bit further in front of the other and then you switch over. Then you do the duck under. It's a hip mobility exercise where you step to your uh, step to a side and then drop down, slide your hips across and come up. And then you're also going to do arm crosses, and arm crosses are a new exercise that I have in a lot of the warm-ups for turbulence training where you cross your arms in front of you in a diagonal fashion to warm up your upper back. Now you're going to rest one minute and then repeat that one more time, get a water break, and then move into the TT strength circuit where you're going to do either vertical jumps or one-leg deadlifts, 20 seconds per side on the deadlift. And you're going to do 20 seconds per exercise otherwise, unless you're doing a unilateral exercise like the one-leg deadlift, then you do 20 seconds per side. Then you do Spider-Man climb push-up or the T push-up. Now the Spider-Man climb push-up is a variation of the Spider-Man climb, so the, or of the Spider-Man push-up. So Spider-Man push-up, you bring your knee up to your elbow, but you don't touch your foot down to the ground. With the Spider-Man climb push-up, you do touch your foot down to the ground. It actually allows you to get your leg up a little bit higher and work your abdominals a little bit harder. If you can't do those because they're too intense, you can do T push-ups instead, alternating sides in both of those exercises, so you get 20 seconds total. And then if you have access to equipment such as a pull-up bar or inverted row bar or dumbbell row, you'll do 20 seconds of rowing with the dumbbell row, you do 10, uh, 20 seconds per side. Then you rest a minute and repeat that strength circuit one more time. Get another water break, and then you're going to get into the TT depletion circuit that's going to take you 10 minutes and is really the bulk of this workout. So again, 20 seconds per side. What I want you to do is bodyweight squat, then decline push-up or close grip push-up, whichever one you can do. If you can't do either of those, you can go to regular push-up or even kneeling push-up. Then you're going to do reverse lunge, 20 seconds per side. So not alternating, but actually 20 seconds per side. Then a cross-body mountain climber, 20 seconds total. One-leg Romanian deadlift, 20 seconds per side. I did those, I think it was just yesterday. My hamstrings are really feeling it today. Uh, great exercise there. Plank, 60 seconds. And then run in place, 20 seconds. Okay, rest one minute and repeat that one to two more times, depending on how much time you can, you have, but... Since this is generally a 30-minute workout, with the idea of only spending 30 minutes, you'll probably just get through it one more time. And then you're going to move on and just do your cool down and water break and stretching, and that's it. So 30 minutes, really good workout there. Um, I had a bodyweight workout today that I'm going to talk about a little bit later that only lasted 30 minutes, and it was really, really intense. All right, so into Tuesday, we're going to do our 30 minutes of fun activity, our off-day activity. We're going to grab a green tea, and let's talk about today's Research review. So our research friends in Iceland gave us a study, and they show us that there's one drink that people consume that is associated with dropping out of a weight loss program. And so if you're a habitual drinker of this one drink, you probably are going to struggle to stick to a weight loss program that restricts this drink. So you need to work on not only sticking to your fat loss program, but getting rid of this beverage from your life. So the researchers, from again, from Iceland, had 114 subjects that they put on a diet, and they gave them a 30% calorie reduction diet, so they were down about 600 calories, and they did this for eight weeks. But, of course, nobody ever, no study always has everybody finish it. In fact, quite a few people dropped out. And so the researchers looked at the people who dropped out, and they found that they drank 35% more soft drinks, soda, and 44% more diet sodas, than all the other people in the study. Now, this was before. So, you know, if 114 people signed up 
and they looked at how much soda they drank you know, before they got into this study. And it turns out the people who drank the most soda were the ones who dropped out of this, were more likely to drop out of the study. So if you drink a lot of soda, even diet soda, then for some reason that might, you know, you trying to give up diet soda at the same time or regular soda at the same time, it might be too much to also try and stick to a weight loss program. So I recommend that, you know, if you're thinking about going on a weight loss program or if you're on a weight loss program right now and you're struggling with it, to really try and get the diet soda out of your, or the regular soda out of your diet as well. And anybody listening, you know, you just want to keep that stuff out of your nutrition program in the first place. So that's a super-duper important thing for you guys to understand if you want to stick to a weight loss program, that you probably shouldn't have any soda at all in your, in your diet. All right, into Wednesday, I just want to talk about a new article that I have in Men's Health Magazine. It's on page 47, April 2010. And it's not so much a, an article, it's a workout. And it's four exercises that I gave them, telling them, telling Men's Health readers that these are exercises that are going to work your upper body, but also going to work your abs at the same time. And the four exercises are chin-up plus knee-up combination. So even a chin-up on its own is going to work your abdominals. But the chin-up where you pull yourself up and bring your knees up to your chest at the same time, that's powerful for your abs. That really works them very hard. I mean, that one alone is enough to put into a program and say, okay, I've done enough ab training for the day. Another one is a one-arm standing shoulder press. This one you're going to be more braced abs. You're going to have one hand on your obliques, the other hand pressing the weight overhead, and you're going to have to stay very strong in your torso there, working your abdominals, to maintain a strong, steady body position. Then the next one is the uh, re renegade row. So when you're in that push-up position, holding the kettlebells or uh, dumbbells with flat edges on them, so not obviously rolling dumbbells, round dumbbells, but flat edge dumbbells, and you can do the renegade row, which is the push-up position. You row the dumbbell or kettlebell up to your side, and it really works uh, your abdominals to maintain that position and avoid the rotation in your body. And then the lying tricep extension. So you get a strong stretch in the abdominals when you do that exercise. So you can see all the pictures and the sets and reps in men's health. I don't want to give away everything there. Plus, there's um, there's a lot of good stuff in that issue. There's an article about uh, uh, Dwayne Howard, I think, is his name from the Orlando Magic. And uh, he's a really good, he's got a really good article about his training. And there's obviously a lot of good nutrition stuff in there as well this month. So make sure you check out Men's Health, April 2010. Okay, into Thursday, again, 30 minutes of fun activity on your off day here. You could do stretching. You could do a combination of, you know, walking, stretching, some bodyweight exercise and stretching. Really think about that mobility and, you know, overcoming your weaknesses, things that give you soreness and pain because you do them too much during your work day or you sit in the car too much, try and address that stuff with your off-day activity. And here's a nutrition tip. Now, the, I just recently read a book called 59 Seconds, which is actually a book that summarizes a lot of psychology studies, and we're going to talk about a lot of them next week as well, and actually in the next coming weeks, because there was about 10 to 15 different takeaways from that book that was really, really excellent and helpful for us to, to put into our fat loss programs. And so the first study that was mentioned that I want to share with you is, gives us the bottom line application that you should put a small mirror on your fridge door. So people often say, you know, I put pictures of models and stuff on your fridge door, but what they actually found was 
that kind of stuff doesn't really help. You know, putting a picture of a swimsuit model on the, on the fridge of your uh, door of your fridge. But if you put an, a mirror on the door of your fridge, they actually found that that reduces your junk food intake by 32%. So cuts it by a third, and that can really help you stick to your program. It can take you from, you know, being on a program where you're plateauing to being on a program where you actually are losing weight. And um, another study found that the quicker you lose weight, the better you're going to stay in a study or you're going to stay in a program and stick to the program. So you definitely want to use that little trick. If, uh, you know, binge eating, nighttime eating is a problem for you, put that mirror on your fridge because it just reminds you of the goal that you you have set and the habits that you want to achieve. So very simple trick, and you can do this, and it doesn't really bother anybody else. Who knows, maybe everybody, somebody else in the uh, house might start eating better for the same reason, but that's all you have to do. A simple little compact mirror on the fridge will help you reduce your junk food intake. And again, that's a little uh, tip there. That doesn't mean you're going to be starving yourself. It just means you're not going to be eating too much. It's going to help you avoid those binges. Okay, back to Friday and another workout tip, again from Men's Health Magazine, April 2010, page 46, and it's the three-minute push-up test by a guy named Martin Rooney, who I've interviewed a couple times on my website. And Martin Rooney is a great strength and conditioning coach from New Jersey. He's a really smart guy. He's trained thousands and thousands of athletes. And Martin has this three-minute push-up test. And what he found was these numbers are kind of the categories for success. So in three minutes, you can only do 55 push-ups. That's not very good. Average was 55 to 74. Good was 75 to 99. Excellent was 100 to 110, and over 111 push-ups in three minutes was extraordinary. Now, here's how you do it, because we're actually having a contest on uh, the Facebook fan page to see who can do the most push-ups in three minutes. And now you you don't go to failure, so you don't try and do like 50 push-ups in a row and then rest and then try and do another 50 push-ups. You'll just burn out way too fast. So what he recommends is just, you know, as soon as you start to slow down, Stop, take a 15-second rest, and then go again. So I did this test, and I got 114 push-ups, and here's how I did it. I did 20, then I rested 15 seconds, then I did another 20, rest 15 seconds, another 20, rest 15 seconds, and then the rest got a little bit longer, the number of reps got a little bit shorter, but I managed to squeeze in 114 because it's kind of like when you're running a race. You go a little bit faster at the end because you know that uh, finish line is close, and so I ended up getting 114. And so I was able to get into the extraordinary. And then when after I did that, I did a couple of other three-minute tests. I did bodyweight squats, three minutes. And I think I did 121 reps there. I thought it was going to get a lot more. And then I did pull-ups, and I got 30 reps in three minutes. So that was another part of the test there. So pretty good, interesting stuff. Take a look at that. Give it a try, and then get over to facebook.com forward slash Turbulence Training Fan Page and record your score. And while I was doing that, the silly dog um, was outside with me. I was actually doing this outside my parents' house on Easter weekend. Um, the weather was crazy hot. It was uh, 70 degrees at 1030 in the morning on April 2nd, which is very, very warm for southwestern Ontario. So 
I was working out shirts off, actually. I didn't even have the shirt on. I was getting some sun, and the dog was swimming in this river beside where I was working out. So we were having fun. And the reason I talked about the dog is because for our Social Support Saturday, I just want to talk about some research that was from that 59 Seconds book about having a dog. And studies have shown that having a dog decreases your stress, increases self-esteem, decreases depression, and decreases the risk of dying after you've had a heart attack. So good reasons to get a dog, although I will say that when you first get one, it will certainly increase your stress until you finally get the routines down um, about taking care of the wild animal that you brought into your house. But uh, certainly, in the long run, and most days, it's going to decrease your stress. So if you're thinking about getting one, do so. Do your due diligence and make sure that your lifestyle can handle one. I can't recommend one enough because uh, they make great, great uh, workout partners, although they sometimes get in the way and lick your face when you're doing push-ups. But otherwise, they will get you active. All right, and then into Sunday, our plan shop and prepare day, 30 minutes of fun activity. Maybe take your dog for a big, big hike or something. And uh, I want to talk about eating nuts in your diet because so many people are still concerned about adding nuts to their diet. But I've, I found this information on msn.com, and they talked about dieters who ate a few ounces of almonds per day were able to reduce their waistlines by 6.5 inches in 24 weeks. So... They actually compared that to another group of people who ate the same number of calories but without the nuts, and they found that the people who ate out of the nuts to their diet lost 50% more inches from their waistline. So this is really surprising. Again, both groups ate the same number of calories, but the people who added the nuts to their diet, even though they were adding more fat, they ended up losing twice as much in terms of inches from their waistline. And even though you add that fat, you also add so much more fiber. So it's probably going to stop you from overeating at other meals. And so even though they were supposed to eat the same number of calories, the people on the nut diet may have ended up eating fewer calories. So very interesting stuff there. That was adding almonds to the diet. Again, 20 to 24 almonds are in one ounce, and that gives you 160 calories. So that's usually enough. You know, you throw that with a green tea in between uh, breakfast and lunch or in between lunch and dinner, and that might be enough to get you uh, to your next meal. Or add an apple, which is only giving you another 100 calories. So much better than, I mean, that's 260 calories. That's going to be fewer calories than almost any energy bar, protein bar, granola bar. I mean, you're going to eat like three or four granola bars to get full compared to being full from an apple and an ounce of almonds, and you're probably going to eat half as many calories. So I highly recommend that as your snack food. Um, they also mentioned Brazil nuts. Those are 6 to 8 nuts per ounce, 190 calories. Cashews, 16 to 18 nuts per ounce, 160 calories. They also wrote down peanuts, 28 peanuts for 170 calories in an ounce. Pecans are 18 to 20 halves, 200 calories per ounce. Pine nuts, you get about 150 per ounce at 160 calories. And walnuts, 14 halves, 190 calories per ounce. And pistachios, there's about 45 of those. So if you're shelling pistachios, that's going to slow down your eating. You can eat 45 pistachios for 160 calories per ounce. So some very interesting information there. Don't be afraid of adding fiber-rich nuts to your diet. So that will help you with your weight loss and control your calorie intake. All right, so that's it for this week. Next week we're going to talk about the fat-burning power of kettlebells. 
the science of your social circle and your fat loss, little tricks that can help you cut down on calories without starving yourself, and five reasons why yoga works for fat loss. So that's it for this week, everyone. This is Craig Ballantyne from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com. Great speaking with you as always. I really look forward to next week's call, especially talking about that yoga stuff. We just had an interesting question about it on Facebook fan page, and um, I shared one of the reasons why I believe yoga is excellent for fat loss. So I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. Burn that fat over the next seven days, and see you on the Facebook fan page. Bye-bye.